episode 452 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. Whether you are having a blast with Midnight Hunt Limited oh, yes. or you're just waiting for some sweet, sweet rotation to kick in at your LGS, we are here for you. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, we are talking all things Midnight Hunt. That's right. We have been playing Sealed. We've been playing Draft. And we're going to tell you all about the different decks that we have personally, you know, drafted. And also, what is it looking like for some overall, you know, archetype breakdowns and some color breakdowns? Yeah, because at the start of a new format, things are a little bit crazy. Like everything is different. Like it's brand new cards, brand new mechanics. Who knows what's happening? What's good? What's bad? So the best thing to do is to evaluate it kind of as an overall idea of how is this set feeling? Like what is the speed like? Is it fast? Is it slow? What overall thoughts do you want to keep in your head as you draft? And we're going to let you know what those are. How many times have you accidentally decked yourself so far this format? What? What? You have? Oh, yeah, buddy. Oh, wow. I haven't yet. <laughs> wow. Well, we okay. might be drafting different kinds of decks. Oh, but interesting. I have well, that's... lost at least one match to decking myself. Ooh, I'm interested. Okay, that's a teaser for later. We're also going to open up this box that Wizards of the Coast sent us here. Yeah. And we're going to do a Flavor Text Theater because, yeah, it's a brand new set. Time for a new Flavor Text Theater. Great. Spooky movie pitches. Yes. We love movie pitches. We know that most of you love movie pitches, so we're going to... Hit you with some fresh ones. Yeah, and horror-themed, probably. I mean, all things considered. Spooky. But before we do any of that, thank you to everybody who is a supporter over on patreon.com slash glhfmagic. Yes, thank you so much to all of our patrons. We hope that you had just a freaking blast. Oh, yeah. In our patron-only tournament this past weekend. It was so fun. It was a really good time. We had a really good time. We played Gladiator. We hung out in our Discord, which you get access to if you're a patron. You can ask questions about limited decks, about standard decks, whatever constructed. We have commander channels. Yeah. Anything you want, you can hang out in our Discord, which is a really friendly, happy place to be for magic, which sadly isn't the case everywhere for magic. So yeah. we like to keep our Discord nice and happy. And you get access to it if you're a patron. Maria, I'm a you know, unfortunately, this is usually the time where we say the names of new patrons. Ah, yes. But we don't have any this week, which means it's time for... The sad trombone. Oh, man. What a bummer. That's a bummer time. Hey, if sure. you are not yet a patron, or perhaps you paused your patronage for a while, you did some patronizing of other podcasts... It's a great time to become a patron of Good Luck High Five. Yeah. Because do you know what? what? Otherwise, Maria will make that yeah. sad trombone noise again next week. I don't want to make week. it again next week, Two friends. weeks in a row? I don't want to make Two this sad Two sad noise. trombones in a row? <laughs> the world cannot handle it. So, you know, uh, head on over. Become a patron. Like Maria said, you get access to our Discord. It's a great place. As little as a buck a month yeah which doesn't get you the discord but only five dollars a month does that's approximately one dollar and 25 cents an episode or something yes it's literally that <laughs> yeah. so there you go what a bargain Math. what, what a, bargain. a bargain i believe personally i have a very high opinion of myself and i think that i've already said one dollars worth of words <laughs> So. <laughs> Already bought and paid for yeah, this episode. Exactly. Uh, thank you as well to Card Kingdom for being our incredible sponsor. You can check them out over at cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Say good luck high five in. They'll give you a sticker or a token in your order for free. 
Yeah. Uh, whatever you want for your magical life, they've got it. Absolutely. They're such a wonderful set of people. Yeah. And now that this new set is out. Yeah, get your box. Get your box. Head on over there, order it. You can draft with friends. It'll oh, be a, so a great fun. time. And you know what? I just had a friend text me and say, I want to learn how to play magic. Ooh. And I was like, oh, well, I need to get some of those beginner decks from Card yes, Kingdom. Yes, you do. They're five bucks, single color, and they'll help your friends learn how to play. So, um, Card you know, Kingdom. do it. Uh, should we open this box, Megan? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So this mysteriously arrived on our doorstep in a cloud of smoke. Just oh, kidding. I was going to say, I wasn't here for that. But. In a stride, right. Midnight Hunt. Midnight Hunt. Ooh. Well met, Planeswalker. Oh. Your bravery in joining us for the Midnight Hunt debut on September 2nd is no small feat. Oh, Enclosed, you will find a few tokens of our appreciation to help you celebrate the launch of Innistrad Midnight Hunt. Return to gothic horror with Innistrad Midnight Hunt. The Harvest Tide Festival and Witches Ritual awaits you. Ooh. But will you help ward off the coming night or embrace the darkness and become what you fear? I want in for this ritual. Yeah, man. Look yeah, at yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> we've got all Maria's of this. all about ritual, especially with all the candles that have, we've been oh, seeing. So many candles. So many candles. I love candles. <gasps> we've got more fake leaves, everybody, oh, for our set. Goodness. Also, we have a box. Yay! Which makes me think. You know, at some point mm. we haven't we haven't done any wacky box opening. That's lately. true. We might have to figure out one where we transform. <laughs> you know, where we transform into, thinking, into something. I'm just All right, thinking. you're just spitballing. All right. Also, this is the, my first time ever seeing a set booster box. Yeah, that's a set booster box. It's a little bit different. Wild. Yeah, you get like so the packs have different cards in them yes. and stuff. You can get stuff from the list in there. Wow. Um, wild. Yeah. I'm really into these leaves, though, I got to say. Yeah, uh, we also have a commander deck in here. We got the uh, Undead Unleashed commander de deck with Will Helt the Rot Cleaver oh, as the commander. The Rot Cleaver. Let's cleave some rot together. You know what I also, mean? Also, apparently, canonically, he's just trying to impress Gisa. Oh, is he? Yeah. Is she impressed, though? No, not yet. <laughs> no. It takes a lot to impress that he lady. He was like, oh, my goodness. I love you. Look at how amazing at un raising the undead you Look are. Look at me cleave like, this rot. She was like hard pass. And he was like, I will go raise a ghoul army for you. Wow. So that's what he's have somebody look at you the way that uh, Wilt Helt the Rot Will Cleaver help. looks at Gisa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also got this here, which is limited in edition Pinfinity pins. <gasps> what? <gasps> Let's look at them. I want to see them. We're big on pins here oh, in the Good Luck High Five family. Lots of leaves. We're going to be covered with leaves I know, at some point. So many leaves here. Okay, uh, let's crack this bad boy open. Ooh. Wow. Check it out. Ooh. These are some serious pins. These are some, yeah. They're Arlen, huge. The packs Hope, Arlen the Moon's Fury. Who dis? Who dis? I can't see from here. Uh, and that just looks like a, a werewolf situation. A werewolf situation. Yeah. Great. I so love these, the werewolf situation. So these pins look like the, the black Planeswalker cards. You remember oh, those yeah. from like Gen Con a few years ago? Yeah. They're except that, that they style. have the... Um, the, the Equinox border. border? Yes. Oh, wow. They Wait, are gorgeous. I can't be Pax Hope. Do you want to be the Moon's Fury? Yes, obviously. Okay. <laughs> if anyone, if you Pax Hope, I'm, I'm Moon's Fury. Wow. These are, this is like, if you want a pin that will also kill a man, consider these. It. These are heavy and really cool looking. Ooh, this wow. is awesome. Wow. Yeah. So check out these Pinfinity pins if you're a pin collector like I'm going to put this in like my bag. I am. Yeah, for sure. Spook some people with it. 
That's really neat. And uh, we've got some collector boosties. Yeah. Yay. Ooh, this is, we're, we're going to crack one of these today for yeah, our uh, for sure for our episode 100 this will be a flavor text it'll be very fancy flavor text theater Ooh, i love spooky. collector boosters every Same. time i go to target i'm like oh collector should i buy boosters. a collector boosty also target of all places but it's true they just <laughs> they, they them, have them because they put them at the spot where yeah. you have reached your decision fatigue <laughs> yeah. point you can't they decide. know they know what's up. Literally all stores know. They're yeah. built around it. That's how, how a store works. Okay, yep. so uh, we're going to start our- Let me see this. Yeah, take Do a- Do you know what? What if we give- We'll give this pin away to one person who comments on this YouTube video ooh. with- Ooh, it's the, it's the Midnight Hunt symbol- but it has like cool day day art as the background and night art as the as the wolf. foreground. Yeah, yes, really cool. Um, I'm gonna wear my pin. Just comment with who your favorite werewolf. Who's your it could werewolf? be Innistrad in, in, or but whatever. But it could be like American Werewolf in London Wolf. Oh, <laughs> who's great? It's a great wolf. Great wolf. <laughs> um. Anyways, okay, and we'll send you this, this guy who's very cool. I'm already regretting saying this, but here this we, is the I sound already of committed that pin. to it. Yeah, but because this pin is baller. And you can, they also have like virtual reality with these pins. Just yeah. saying, there's a whole thing with them. It, it says on the back. Um, yeah, really cool. Thank you to Wizards of the Coast for that free box of stuff. We're going to start a discussion today about Midnight Hunt Limited with um, some of the decks that you've been yeah. drafting, Megan. Or do you want to do the overall thoughts first? Let's, no, let's kick it off. Okay. Like, let's look at these. Um, what we're going to do is I'm going to show Maria the photos of these decks and mm. she's going to make a guess at what my record was with yes. them. Um, so this first one is a sealed deck, Maria. Okay. So this, was my sealed, this is your pre-release? My sealed deck, yes. Um, I took a snapshot when I opened it because I had a land plus at least two of our worst rares from our worst oh, rares video. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that was that was very fun. If you're listening to the podcast version of the show, by the way, you can check out the show notes. There's a link in there to uh, look at these decks along with us, by yes. the way, if you want to see visual representations. So I'm looking at a green, black, Golgari fun time yeah, here. Yeah, okay. I'll t- so I had yeah, what are a your Shipwreck rares? Marsh as my rare, Aww. a Spectral Adversary. He cute and good. Yeah, very good. Um, a Hallowed Respite. One of our worst. Oh yeah, uh, Willow Geist. Oh yeah, that's the green one. Yeah, the yeah. green one. Mm-hmm. And then two, the two that ended up in my deck, as you will see, because I'm green black. Gisa, uh, glorious resurrector, and Augur of Autumn. Oh, cool. Yeah. Ooh, that's cool. You got so you got Gisa. Yes. All right. Yeah, we're playing green black here. We have one, two, three, four, five, two drops, including Olivia's Midnight Ambush, which is great Just removal. Excellent. Minus two, minus two, minus thirteen, minus thirteen. If it's night. Yeah. Um, we've got two copies of Defenestrate. Just removal for days. Nice. Baby. Nice. You have Augur of Autumn, like you mentioned, which mm-hmm. is the cool little Corsair of Crufix. Um, yeah, for, you can for play lands and you can just play creatures if you have coven. So what does Gisa do again? Um, Gisa is when a creature and opponent controls dies, instead of going to the graveyard, you exile it. And the, at the beginning of your next upkeep, you put it onto the battlefield under your control and it has decayed. Okay, cool. I love that. Uh, you've got some cool multicolored cards in here as well. Grizzly Ghoul, which is the 4-3 yep. Trampler. Uh, Diagraph Rebirth, which yep. returns cards from your graveyard to the battlefield. Yeah, but as you'll see, my top end is just two copies of Burly Breaker, yep. which is the 6-5 that becomes an 8-7. All right. Uh, it does have wards. So you got a big nice. dum-dum. Uh, Diagraph Horde, which is the 3-4 that creates two uh, zombies with Decayed. LSV called it Grave Titan yes. on Twitter. It. It's a it very is. good card. And it is. It is busted. Yep. Uh, this card is quite good. 
Jeez, um, I don't know. I like the look of this deck. Honestly, you also have a duel for dominance, another the green removal spell. Mm -hmm. Um, gosh, uh, and this is sealed, so you want to be a little bigger and slower than other formats. Yeah. I want to say you got to six wins. I believe that that is correct. Wow! Yeah. Oh, yeah, this looks like a good deck. It was very solid. Yeah. So sometimes I just got like out aggroed by something. Yep. They would just, you know, run me over. Um, or every once in a while, you know, somebody just goes like, I think I got some, ran into some flyer trouble. Sure. Yeah. Because Defenestrate. No flyer. Does not deal with flyers. You can't throw a bird out a window. I mean, no. well, you can, but it's not going to die. You can. <laughs> All right, Maria. <laughs> This right. is my first draft deck. Ooh, first draft. It's black-white. All right. First thing that jumps out at me here is that you opened a Liesa Forgotten yes. Ar Archangel. Yes, I did. That card's busted <laughs> straight that in half. That card is very, very good. That's a 4-5 flyer with lifelink yes. BT dubs that when something dies, it just goes back to your hand. Yep. Fun. Um, I also had that in uh, in early, in my one of my early seals. Mm -hmm. All right, let's take a look here. Uh, you've got one, two, three, four, five. Once again, five, uh, two drops. One, another copy of Olivia's Midnight Ambush. Um, Vampire Interloper, the two one with flyer that can't block. Yep. Love that card, obviously. Uh, two copies of Borrow Time, which is the white removal spell. Yes. Um, with the O-ring effect, as we say. You've got Gavany Trapper to tap things down. Mm -hmm. Um, Two copies of Siege Zombie, which lets you tap three creatures to drain your opponent for one. Yep, you got it. Which is great. Uh, two Celestia Sanctifier, the three, two, one day night flops. You get to choose a card, put in your yard, or keep one. I like that card a I lot. I like that card a lot, it's too. quite good. I like it a lot, too. Gavany Silversmith is a great card that distributes two plus one plus one counters. Yep, really good. Ooh, this is looking like a nice little aggressive deck. Yeah. Nice little con I think this looks good. Um, Gosh. What did you get with this in your first draft? I like the look of it. I'm going to give this draft seven wins. One. It has one <laughs> win. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. What happened? This deck looks good. It does look good. Oh, I will say, well. I do remember, I did, you know how sometimes you hit the end of a run with a deck and you're like, this you, deck and then was you better go back than that you, run. And you look at the, yes. Yeah. I do feel like this deck was better than its performance. And you specifically have the feeling of looking at this and you're like, I don't feel like I cast that many spells. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I don't think I cast many spells. I think that I, I did run into like the flood side of things. Sure. Quite a bit with this. Yeah, I'm going to say this was a this was a kind of a variance issue. Yeah. I think this is a solid deck. And black-white, two very good colors in this format. Yes, very good. And like like you said, just like some really solid cards in there. Ooh, okay. This one I'm All excited right. for. Um, This is a blue-white deck. It uh, has our good old friend Curse of Surveillance in it. <laughs> oh, Curse of Surveillance is in here. Uh, you're also running Ominous Roost. Which is a yes. little build around uncommon. Ooh, I love this card. Two in so a blue. Much. Uh, whenever you whenever you disturb, you get a one one bird burb. that can only block creatures with flying. Disturb burb. A disturb burb. And Dis probably disburb. A, <laughs> a disburb. Yes. I I drafted a deck with this as well with two copies of that card, and yeah. I went all in on disturb. It was bad, but oh, whatever. Um, maybe you had a better experience with it. Um, Faithful mending, which I. Think of it as a Megan card immediately. Gain two uh, yes. life, draw two yep. cards, discard two cards, <laughs> oh, flashback. Yeah. yeah. Yep, it really is. Um, you've got Devoted Graft Keeper, which is the white-blue um, kind of signpost uncommon mm -hmm. for building this archetype. 
two sun gold barrage to kill big things. Yep. More draw spells in memory deluge at rare. Yeah. And grafted identity, which is another rare. Yeah. And that we talked about that card on the upkeep. And I also have, as you'll see, suspicious stowaway. Oh, also a rare. Suspicious stowaway. Great. Wow. And hmm. a copy of Borrowed Time as a little bit more removal. And at your top end, you have two copies of Soul Guide Griff, the 3-4 Flyer. That card is just so good. I like that card. Um, I will tell a later story about that card. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I guess seven wins for the previous one. This one, uh, was it six? Yeah. It was. Right. it was exactly six. Okay. This is the deck with which I decked myself. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, this is what this I decked it, myself huh? once and I became I came oh wildly close a second time. I mean, yeah, you have curse of surveillance and memory deluge, I guess. And I there's so and faithful mending, which is card draw, oh, suspicious yeah. stowaway, which is card draw. <laughs> I love drawing cards. This is a Megan deck if I've um, ever witnessed one. But there was I had an opponent who gained so much life, they just kept gaining life. Oh, that's funny. Uh they gained life one billion times so <laughs> okay i like I this just, deck it was great it was so good maria i will tell you i did not set out i specifically set out not to draft blue white again sometimes it just happens to you you know sometimes it just happens to you so here's my next my very next deck i feel like i often come up with this i'm like oh i just drafted that i don't want to draft it again i want to do yep. something different but sometimes you just got to do it it's just what All happens right. so in this case you have three soul guide griffs at the top end along with a phantom carriage the yeah. four four flyer big beefy boy you have a grafted identity again i know what can i like what can i say it just <laughs> happened to me okay you, i also have an ominous, ominous roost, roost again. again and you have the celestis yeah I okay like that card. cool great. you also have a faithful mending again and two devoted graft keepers this time yes i do wow okay um all right was this one seven wins no it was none <laughs> What? I know. <laughs> well, um, I will say, so what I wanted to say about Soul Guide Griff is that I got absolutely hosed in a mirror match where my opponent, I think, had five copies of Soul Guide Griff wow. because they just exile each of your, yeah, things. your things. Like, um, And so, right, these decks, the black, white, or the blue, white deck operates on casting everything twice. Sure. That's what you want to do. Yeah. Like, that's why it's good. And if you can't cast these spells twice, <laughs> they're not good anymore. I just cast my one, one for one. So I just got wrecked. Oh, that's so interesting. Isn't wow. it wild? Well, I mean, this is, ve this yes. is very cool. So, like, look at these two decks, compare them. and Because they side by side. Are very paper, similar. They look they look similar. Yes. Interesting. Um, so it's just like absolutely are I, you gonna, I feel like it's something that I've noticed about this format is it does feel a little volatile, at sure. least right now. Yeah. Where it's like, like you said, like these two decks, as similar as they are, should not have as big of a win difference as zero and six. <laughs> are you we blaming some of that on variants here? Um I don't know, right? For this one. You even just, have fateful absence in here, the white removal spell that kill anything. Exactly. No, I, hmm. I think that maybe it was, right? Like, maybe it was a little, right? Sometimes you just draw. I don't know. You just draw weird. Um, but it just kind of felt like it didn't. How many disturbed cards do you have? You have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven disturbed cards, or eight with your ominous roost. That seems good. Nine. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. It seems good. Right? I can't explain it. Me? I mean, right now? Me neither. Um, and then this is a deck that is currently in action, Maria. Oh, okay. This one's in action. Yes. It is black green. Black green. Okay. Primarily black, I will say. Yes. Uh, here. So let's take a peek here. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, you're splashing for Can't Stay Away, I noticed. Yeah, I am. You've got Jadar, Ghoul Caller of Nefalia. Yes. Which is a mythic. Quite good. Very good card. He has only shown up once so far. So Come on, Jadar. What jerk, the heck? That jerk really needs to get his act together. Your other rare that you have I see right here is Sarah's the Viper's Fang, which is the 3-4 yes. that gives everything um, that's tapped Death Touch. Yes, and everything that's good. untapped Hexproof. Hexproof. And I have another mythic in Lord of the Forsaken. Wow. Wow, that's pretty sweet. And yeah. you have this really good uncommon Rise of the Ants. Yes. Which oh, makes you ants. It's so good. It makes two, three, three ants, and you gain two life. And you gain two life, and it has flashback. Yeah. Yeah, that card's nutty. Great. I love I love that card. Um, For removal, what do we have here? Eaten Alive. Very good yeah. removal spell. We have a Blade Brand, which I'm going to give a Immediate, kind yeah. of removal yeah. score to. Um, And Duel for Dominance. And Duel for Dominance. Okay. Yeah. So not as much, but... All right. Well, on, I think this deck looks... And Silverbolt. Looks looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, this one has, like, this one is my most synergistic so far. Sure. And I am really loving it because I have the three mana Arrogant Outlaw. Yep. Which is the one three that whenever another creature dies, um, you draw a you card. card. It only tr triggers once each turn. Love this card. But it can trigger on your opponent's turn and on yours. And then yeah. I also have Ghoulish Procession, which says whenever a <laughs> oh, non-token yeah. creature dies, you get to make a, a zombie. zombie. And that one is also only once each turn. Great. But it is a very, like, think That's about it. Sweet You're combo. making zombies all the time because of Ghoulish Procession, and you can just attack with them, and they have decayed, so they'll die, and you draw a card. I love Arrogant this combo. Outlaw. It's really good. I love sacrificing uh, sacrificing things in this set. I think more than any other set where sacrifice yes. has been a theme. Um, I think that this is like a very graveyard-centric set. Oh, yeah. Uh, Big more time. so than anything else that we've seen in a while. Uh, really cool. You also have yeah. Novice Occultist in here. I love this card, which is yeah. the one, too. When it dies, you... Uh, lose haven't a life drawn draw that card. one yet needs to show up i love that that card. jerk needs to appear i would like i would love that card to die every day of the week Ugh, um it's amazing yeah there's just so much right this one has eaten alive but eaten alive in this is always a one mana removal spell oh yeah um more behemoth which is the eight seven with menace oh yeah uh where it's four and a black but you either have to pay one black or sacrifice a creature it's always five mana you just have stuff and you've got a copy of ecstatic awakener yeah which i also love where you you pay three and you sacrifice a creature, it transforms into a four yep. four, but you also draw a card off of it. Yeah, um, that card is really really right. spooky, and I you can it. transform transform it on turn three. Yeah, and then your opponent's like, uh, I'm being attacked with a four four on turn three, and you just I drew a card. Not to tell you, and maybe you drew Here two cards if you uh, sacrifice your novel occultist to it. Exactly. So like. <laughs> Things are good. Whatever. <laughs> so, like I said, this one's not done yet. Yeah, this deck seems sweet. Um, I'm currently two on with it. Okay. So. Great. Uh, big fan. We will see. I did get aggroed out by a red-white deck. Oh, yeah? That I was at, like, gosh, I was at, like, 11, and they attacked me with two creatures, and I was like, I'll block one of these because it's a profitable block. And then they put two pump spells on the other one and then used, like, the... The yep. Moon Rangers thing that yep. can deal three to the face <laughs> to finish me. Yeah, I've had that it happen too. It was wild. Too. I was just like, I didn't think I was dead. Here's one of my overall thoughts about this set. The tricks are quite good. Yeah. Quite yes. good in the trick department. So you do have to be very careful because uh, you can kind of get dead out of nowhere, like Megan just said. Mm -hmm. um, I, that one, that was the loss. And I was just like. I, things were like right i was like yeah. i'm about to turn this around right like, like they only let's have go like here we two go bad creatures i just played the diagraph <laughs> thing that makes two zombies and yeah i've been like i'm feeling i'm feeling like a I'm million feeling bucks. not dead right now yeah 
Oh my goodness. I'm I mean, I've had that dead. feeling too. And before pre-releases, sometimes people will print out sheets that you can study that show the tricks in the set and stuff. And I'm like, that's that's helpful. But I think in this set, it honestly feels more helpful than uh, in yeah. recent memory. It's very, the yeah. The tricks are good. The tricks are good. All right. So let's talk about overall thoughts here. Yeah. So keep in mind, we are early in this format, obviously. Just came out last Thursday on Arena. So things can really change because people are going to adapt to what's really good and try and like circumvent that in some cases. Yeah. However, I will say that we've got a lot of data from 17 lands, and that is more than 90,000 best of one games. Whoa. Which is a lot. Also, just there have been more than 90,000 best of one yeah. games played yeah. already. <laughs> That's wild. That's wild. Um, So, you know, can things really change that much when you have that much data? Uh, Potentially. But I think a lot of what we're going to say here is going to hold true throughout the set. Yeah. And yeah. So just keep those two things in mind. Um, They can both be true at the same time. So here is early color rankings for draft win percentage and win power and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Depth of the commons and uncommons. People are thinking that blue is the best color. (gasps) Megan's like, yes. Thank you. Final. Yes. Because yes, blue was so is. bad in the last set. Really was. Here we go. Really blue but is having its day again. Hello, blue. It's, it's got so mu- it's got so many things it can do yeah. and so many good ways to interact with your creature with your like, opponent's. It has creatures. removal with getting your head stuck in the cemetery yep. gates. <laughs> like Judge Rob told us about. Well, yes, like Judge Rob told us a story about. It's got so much card draw. Oh. Everything comes back as a disturbed spirit that you can flies. Bounce, bounce, bounce all day long. Oh, make a so zombie good. in the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Black, uh, notably second best color here. Great removal. Yep. Just defenestrate. Defenestrate all day. Olivia's Midnight Ambush. All day. Ambush all day. All day. Plus, it's got these really cool zombie synergies where you're getting value from mm-hmm. like your decayed zombies and so whatnot. So much decayed value. Talk about that later. Oh, yeah. uh, white listed here as third best color. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like white in this set. Yeah. Um, borrowed time. Borrowed time um, is I've great. I've drafted a lot of copies of borrowed time because yep. it is very good. Take care of anything. Yep. Celestia Sanctifier, which we've talked about. Yep. The three two. Just great value. I I love white. It's my most drafted color so far. Oh. Um, and it's aggressive. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Uh, and then we have green and red, which are at the bottom. And which leads us to one of the big takeaways. Yep. Werewolves. It's not good. It's quite bad. And which is really sad, right? This yeah. is a werewolf set. I know. What's I know. going on, and they're man? Bad. I know. And here's, yeah, they're bad. It's kind of sad. We want them to be good. This is werewolves. Yep. We're in mid- Midnight Hunt. Um, they're just big. They have keyword big on them. Yes. Um, however, that's an and issue. And keyword dumb. And keyword dumb. Keyword big and dumb. Big and dumb. The the removal in the set is so good. Yes. That nobody cares uh, about your card you spent five mana pay on. Pay five mana for a werewolf and they're going to be like, defenestrate it. Throw it on a window. Oh, it's midnight. I mean, it's night. I play two mana and yeah. I kill it. Oh, your wolf is nice and big now? Goodbye. Bye. This, I mean, it's just... Every time I pay five mana for a single card in this set, do you know yeah. how I feel? Bad. Bad. Unless it's the diagraph buddy that gives you two zombies. Yeah, and then like, I feel fine. Like, Whatever. <laughs> Plus you're in black, so you're like, I have so many crawl from the cellar. This you have not seen the last of this. <laughs> exactly. Like this diagraph zombie is going to crawl right back from the cellar again. And honestly, even though I like the three, four flyer in white for five, I yes. am a little scared every time I cast it. Really? I feel a little scared. Oh, for me, I, I think that I, like I said, maybe it's because I have been once wrecked by it. <laughs> once wrecked, twice shy. <laughs> once wrecked, twice shy. As the saying goes. As, as they say. I do think that, right, like, th- 
in white and black, you have the cards that target stuff in your opponent's gra- graveyard yeah. to exile it. Yeah. And I think that that is a very powerful effect. Yes, it is. It because is for sure. so much of this format is about like who can do the most value town. And if, like I said, if your opponent is just like, well, these white and blue creatures are only medium on yeah, their front side, right. but the value is that you cast them twice and right. the second time they're a flyer. Yeah. Um, but if you're like the second time actually it doesn't exist, you're like, like oh my bait hook angler was just a, a two one, two. one. Or yeah, two one. Hey, goodbye. Bye. Like that's you played you paid a, a two mana two one and you're like, that's not where you want to be in draft unless you're casting it from your graveyard as a flyer. You've made two good points here uh, that I want to bring up too, which is another reason the werewolves are bad, with ju- which is the disturb stuff, because Ugh. you can always just block their fatty that doesn't have trample and then get it back from the graveyard for a flyer yes. that kills them. Exactly. That's the thing is that all those spirits from the graveyard, all the disturbed spirits have flying, yeah. which isn't always the case on Innistrad. They're right. not always all flying spirits, but... Sometimes they're just sh- shuffling around. Playing yeah, shuffleboard. But all of the disturbed ones so far, flyers. Um, and the fact that you you said you, you're not getting the value, um, yeah. which I think is the, like one of the big takeaways is the word value. When you play the card. When I've played this card, has it given me something? Yes. <laughs> right? And in Disturbed, that's on layaway. You, yeah. you will get it, hopefully. Exactly. But with other cards, for example, one of my favorite cards in white is the card that's four mana, and then when it enters the battlefield, you draw a card. Oh, yeah. I love that guy. Because you just play it. Sometimes I've casted for single white mana. Yeah. Single white mana, 2-2 two, two draw card. Uh, however many creatures you attacked with. Exactly. But you know what? I've seen people cast it for four, and, and I'm still yeah. kind of bad about yes, it. Yes, exactly. I'm still like, oh, great, fine. I'm still upset. I'm like, no, I want to draw the card. I, what? I'm in blue. I want to draw the card. <laughs> So, like, that's the thing, right? We've played this card, we've gotten our creature, and we've gotten value back from drawing a card off of it. And in red-green, what are we doing? We're playing a five-mana 5-5, and then it's getting killed for two mana. Did we draw our fancy card? Did we do anything with it? Did we do anything? No. No. That's Which the problem. I think is why, like I said, I like Soul Guide Griff because for me, the value is there the minute I play it. Sure. One, it's going to eat removal. And two, it got me value. Yeah. It got rid of something that now cannot come back. I'm just a little, I just get a little nervous spending, spending five mana on a creature in this it's format. Goodbye forever. Yeah. So, I mean, so. that's, that's something you want to keep in mind. When I play my creature, what am I getting from it? Am I just getting a creature? Probably not good enough. Yeah. In a strad, midnight hunt there, laying down, laying down the law. We yeah. said it. Um, once again, we were, I need to mention the removal being so good. It's so good. It's really good. It's really cheap. I love cheap. a set with great removal. I mean, I'll, yeah, 100%. It's so much fun. It's excellent. Uh, we've got Sungold Barrage. We've got Borrowed Time, Locked in the Cemetery, Geist Wave, Revenge oh. of the Drowned, Defenestrate, Fall Play, yes. Eaten Alive. And you have Candle Trap on here, which you didn't even mention. Because, but it, do you know what? It is good. It gets the job done sometimes when you need it. Yes, I have, and also I feel like white, especially against werewolves. I was going to say the nice thing is in that, like in white and blue or white and green, they really spread out these like creature powers. Yeah. So that you have a good chance of getting coven. Right. Yeah. Coven, uh, obviously something I, I'm having more fun with coven than I expected. I really like coven. You know, it's very cool. I thought, it's cool to navigate. Am I like, what do I need to do so that I make sure that I have Coven when it's right. relevant? What am I going to need to do with my opponent's creatures so that I can try and get rid of Coven on their side? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I found it to be much more fun than Party. Yeah. Because that's the one that I kind of compared it to yeah. when it came out. And I was like, oh, it's just kind of like Party. No, I think Coven's way no, better. It's fun. Yeah. It's, I, I think it, yeah, like you said, I think it's better. Um, it happens a little bit more easily. Yep. Uh, Great and point. It's just 
like the benefits of it. I think the upside is also a little better. Yeah. Because it's it usually has like party the best upsides were on like rares. Yeah. And this one, there's some really solid upside on uncommons and Absolutely. commons. Absolutely. Can't like the flying two, two, which yes. Um, the three, three uncommon that gives something double strike. Yes, precisely. Ooh, that card is that card's sp- brutal. spooky. Talk about being spooked. Yeah. That card. Um, the other thing that I wanted to mention is de- your decayed zombies. How are you feeling about these buddies? Oh, love them. I love them. <laughs> because, do you know what? One, they do have, ex- right? There's plenty of stuff in black to sacrifice them to. Yeah. But also, I won so many games, especially in sealed, just by because I was able to make quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. That even if they can block one, if you're attacking, like profitably block one, sure. you know, they're not trading a creature for it. You can just chip in for two with the other one you don't care that one of them died because it was essentially a bonus on some other card yeah exactly and then that like that just got enough damage to be relevant i love that them. you can just throw them at your opponent they're great i love their animation it's yes. very funny when their little head fall like they Bonk. attack and then like their little head falls <laughs> off like Bleh. because they're doing my dirty work that's what yes. i feel like isn't that funny like they're de- they did their job now they decay they decayed I love because they're aggressive. They yeah. want to attack. But also, yeah, their utility as sacrifice creatures cannot be overlooked. Mm. Sometimes I'm sitting there wondering, why is my opponent not attacking me with this 2-2? Oh, duh. It's because they want to use something it to sacrifice. Com- I was going to yeah. say something coming down the line. Like- yeah, eaten alive or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. uh, hello, just sacrifice your zombie to it. You want to transform Oof. your little 1-1 one, one into a 4-4? Four, four, just sacrifice zombie. the zombie. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're a terrific tool resource to use as well as attacking I phase. love them. Yeah. I love them. I think that that was, Decade is kind of one of those ones that like flew under the radar as like a quote unquote new mechanic. Yes, Because it's just like... An extra note on a creature that already yeah. existed, but it's so much fun. So much fun. Um, that to that note of red and green being underpowered in this set um, is the the note about ramping and splashing, which some sets we can do and we can play around and splish splash in the bath all day. <laughs> but a lot of times you're just gonna be dead. Um, yeah, in the yeah. Set there are decks that will do, like I said, the one that pump spelled twice and then burned my face, and I was like. Well, didn't see that coming, <laughs> right? Like if you just if you just mess around too much. You're going to be dead. Yeah, because people, this this format feels rather aggressive. Um, And when I mean aggressive, I mean like little creatures attacking you, not big creatures attacking you. So beware, if you're messing around, you're probably dead. You might be dead. And finally, rares in the set, good, obviously. Yeah. As always, but I think the uncommons are really good too. The the uncommon, oh, there's so many fun uncommons. I have ended up taking uncommons first a lot of times. Absolutely, yes, 100%. Yeah. I take common. Yeah, I get past stuff and I'm like, oh, the rare is still in here, but also there's an uncommon that's better, so. So, like, don't be married to your rares and mythics in your packs yeah. that you open because we we talk about sets kind of like as a prince or a pauper format. And yeah. I think Innistrad Midnight Hunt is going to turn out to be a pauper format. Which is nice. Yeah. I, you do love living in a pauper environment. It's it's so much better when you don't not have to worry about general, it. in general. Not as a life choice. That's a little harder. <laughs> if you want to be a Victorian orphan on the streets of London, yeah. sometimes not so great as it might no. seem in your head. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that I think is usually a better draft format when we're yeah. not playing in a Prince Absolutely. format. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. Um, so best colors, black, white, blue, Esper time, yeah. go, go have fun. But watch out. You can get aggroed by red. You sure can. Uh, so beware. I also do think that green does pair well with black. Like your, your say. black green deck did look nice. Exactly. Like it has, if you can be like lots of, you know, all the really 
primo stuff in black. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, do you know what? I'll supplement this with some green. Absolutely. So it's all right. Yeah. Early days. New things will be discovered as this draft format continues on. But that's where we're at currently at the time of this recording yeah. here for Midnight Hunt. Who knows what happens next? Next week, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into how to draft the, sp- the specific archetypes. Yeah. What commons and uncommons we think you should be valuing really highly. So come back next week to hear more about that. Guess what I hold here in my hot, sweaty little hand? I didn't need to know that about your hand. I just want to start there. But what are you holding? This is a collector booster for Instagram Ooh, Midnight Hunt. Let's go. Okay. I'm going to crack this pack. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. I Okay. Uh, we got a foil. Um, Ooh, a Teferi. Teferi emblem. Emblem. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to... So there's some transform cards in here, everybody. So like... Oh, and the other side is a human. We can't totally be blind when we're picking. Oh, that's from this true. Pack. I forgot about this. But we're gonna pitch some movies okay. to you based. Oh my god, there's like a lot. I know there's a lot of them, so I'm just kind of gonna put my hand okay, out here. Okay, I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll cover them draw. up until we cover them with the leaves. <laughs> yeah, and Ooh. we're gonna pitch. Oh, I picked the island. Do you see? I really wasn't <gasps> Let looking. Let me see. Look at that foil oh, island. Look at that, everybody. So good. Oh, that is beautiful. So. Good. Also, I love Pumpkin Man, the human token. <laughs> Can I just say this? Yes. He's just a guy holding a pumpkin on his head. Yeah. What is his, what's his deal? Do you, you know, know? he, that's his deal, Maria. You <laughs> named his deal already. He's living his best life. Yep. Okay. We're going to pitch movies okay. based on the title of these cards. All right. Yes. Okay. Uh, so in this film, this is like kind of the, you know, the opposite of, um, there's the vampire film where they're up in Alaska. So it's night all the time. That was a movie. Yeah. Oh. Anyways. I would have thought they would have gone to like, where's that country where it's day for only one second? Like Alaska. Sweden? Maria. Is it also Alaska? I think so. Okay. Uh, anyways. Okay. But this is the opposite where daytime is where all of the monsters are, right? Ooh, like they absorb their power from I the like sun. That. And so they they stalk people in broad daylight. Ooh. And this is a place where day lasts. It's like half the year is day okay. and half the year is night. Oh, spooky. Um, instead of having like a day and a night. Yeah. Uh, so these people spend half of their year just trying to survive all of these <laughs> monsters that get them in the daytime. Um, and at the ve- on the very last day is when they finally get to celebrate, like, we made it. It's about to be yeah, nighttime. We're yeah. going to have six months that are free of all of these monsters. <laughs> and so we're going to throw a giant party. It's going to be Sunset Revelry. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. And what a great card. I oh, love that really card. card. Reminds me of that card that in modern, remember? Timely reinforcements. There it is. All right, this film uh, <laughs> features. <laughs> okay, I've got to get it in my head together here about this one. Um, uh, what's what's going to happen is there's this character, and uh, they want to be an artist really mm-hmm. bad, but their family can't afford to send them to art school, so they're just being a really good art artists like kind of around town wherever they can they fall in with the wrong crowd and they end up like doing a lot of graffiti on everything (laughs) of their beautiful art Uh um and still nobody is noticing like they're they're making these magnificent murals nobody notices until they start (laughs) they come up with the idea like where will everybody see my art that Uh nobody has graffitied yet Uh and they think oh the public toilets because everyone's got to use them. In Innistrad, they have great public uh-huh. toilet infrastructure. great public toilets? Great. Um, <laughs> That's good to know. And they're like, I'm going to put the toilets because there you are. Your mind is clear. 
<laughs> you're not doing anything else. You're going to have time to look at the art. Yeah. And so this graffiti artist goes into the public toilets and graffitis along the edge of the, of the toilet bowl and does beautiful, like paint intricate paintings along just like the, the edge of the toilet. And people sit down the, the nobles from Innistrad come, they use the toilet. They're like, wow, this is really good. This character is hired as a noble artist in the land from that moment forward on brimstone vandal. <laughs> Great. 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 I don't know what brimstone is. So therefore, it is the broom of a toilet. All right. <laughs> um, so in th- this is a uh, a kid's TV show. Ooh, great. That's all about what science you can do in the natural world. Um, and specifically, it's centered around global warming. And they're like, oh, as oh. it gets hotter, um, what can you cook outdoors? And of course, they start <laughs> with the classic frying an egg on the street yep. in smoldering egg. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? PBS is producing that show yeah, right now. They should. They should. Honestly. Um, also, look at this. Oh, it's the, the oh, borderless it's so one. so cool. It's really pretty. Wow. Collector boosties are so fun. They're really good. They're really good. <laughs> All right. In this film, this is um, on, um, what channel is it on? It's on the same channel that has Pawn Stars on and stuff mm-hmm. and Mythbusters. Is that the same channel? <laughs> Anyway, you get the idea. It's a reality show. Uh, And what it is, is people are going deep sea diving and they're checking out old shipwrecks Mm -hmm. and finding the jewels and the treasures from those shipwrecks and doing like little history about, oh, this this was the wreck. This is what they dredged up from the wreck. These are the people who were on the wreck. Uh, The show is obviously shipwreck sifters, okay? Great. But honestly, as I'm saying this, I'm like, that show sounds really cool. That show sounds really cool. I was on Lake Michigan this summer and they were like, yeah, there's hundreds of shipwrecks in this lake. Yeah. And nobody has ever, like, peeked around in them. I would, I would. Can you imagine that? Watch that. I that would watch like people poking show. around shipwrecks. And you can do the history component of it. Like, oh, this ship was a ship that was coming in to deliver this. This was the crew component. Yeah. Oh, here's a, a relative of the person we now know. Oh, man. You know, like, it would be a good show. Here I am and doing so many years of movie pitches. And now I'm like, this is an actual, yes, like. make this show. Make this show, please. I love it. Okay. There you go. Um. Okay. So, this is. <laughs> This is a movie um, in the John Wick franchise, but it's like a spinoff, um, and it's about it's about a woman who uh, whose whose dead partner gifts gifts her a falcon. Ooh, um, uh, like you know, after, like you got the dog. Yeah, just like John Wick got the dog. This woman gets like a, a falcon. falcon. Um, oh, thanks a lot. Exactly. <laughs> when she trains it, right? They do they do a bunch of like cool falcon falconry right. things. Um, except then one day, um, a whole bunch of like black market falcon dealers capture her oh, falcon no. to sell it on the black market, and so she goes on a like an absolute just like butt kicking spree yes. to try and find them because it turns out that she used to be like an underground like <laughs> MMA fighter <laughs> and Falcon Wrath pit fighter. <laughs> Falcon Wrath. I can't tell you how many people want to see that movie because <laughs> it's, it it's really all good. of the world. Oh my God. It being a Falcon is just a, just an upgrade. Sorry, John Wick. Uh, in this film, this is a movie about, it's like a cat, like a real cottage core situation. Yeah. Um, somebody, this, this poor boy is on a farm and he's been working on this farm for his whole <laughs> life. And, um, just like super handsome. Like everybody who watches this movie is like, yeah, this guy's oh, yeah. a total babe. Um, and it's like, oh, I wish one day that I could be something better in this farm. Uh, and the, the he works with animals and stuff and mm-hmm. he has to end up slaughtering them. And then the farm, like, it's just like a real tragedy. But uh, upon doing this, he's worked with the meat so much. (laughs) 
that he like becomes very familiar with meat and its components and all, everything good about it. I'm really um, interested in where this is going. <laughs> And his uh, farm keeper is like, no, Jeremy, all you'll ever be good for is cutting the wheat and cutting the heads off the pigs. And Jeremy is like, one day I'll show you. And he opens up his own restaurant in town where he is a gourmand. And everyone's like, wow, this is the greatest food I've ever had. And he has transformed from an ambitious farmhand into a seasoned Cathar. Yay! (laughs) In foil. Great. (laughs) I just want to go to his restaurant. This is like a classic, like Icarus story crossover with like the secret garden where um, we see a girl who is like kept, like kept, you know, like locked up in her room up in the tower um, by some, some neglectful or slightly evil guardian. Sure. Right. And so she spends all of her days like corresponding with people down on the street with like little like paper airplanes that she sends down, except instead of airplanes, obviously, because this is like fantasy, um, she's modeled them all after birds because she loves watching the birds out of her window. Cool. Um, And she corresponds with people with these like beautiful ornate like birds that she sends down. Um, and then one day she decides that she's going to escape by mimicking what she loves so much and builds herself a set of bird's wings and flies away forever from oh. her terrible home in Bird Admirer. Wow, that's great. That is right? that's like um a Pixar yeah, film, I think. It'd be very cute. Really pretty animation. Yeah. Uh, this film here is <laughs> is in the style of it's like what we did what we do in the shadows. Um and somebody's been murdering a lot of vampires around yeah. town and they're like, who'd be doing this? Because yeah. there's no it's like no evidence that it's other vampires, you know, there's no bite marks or anything. They're just straight up dead. Um, like their throats have been slit. Woof. Okay. Uh, investigating. They don't know who. They eventually find out who did it. It is another vampire. But what the deal is, is that much like a cane with a sword inside, this vampire can take out its tooth. And when it removes its fang tooth, it's a blade all the way through. So they've like stuck the blade up through their head to keep it in their tooth. So nobody ah! knows that they have it. They take it out. Great. Slit. Put it back up in their mouth. And then they just drink it with the blood from like a glass I guess okay. a really nice glass in fang, fang blade brigand Ooh, <laughs> I like it I just think that's a cool um, a cool visual but look at this yeah. card speaking of cool visuals it's the um, equinox treatment yeah it's really really, really cool, really cool. Um, alright this is like um, this is a classic like bodice ripper like under yes. the guise of a historical novel like Outlander. Great. Um, and it's about like a pair of like highway robbers um, <laughs> and they each think that they are the greatest and of course they just have a ton of sexual tension between them <laughs> and so they decide to embark on like a year long you know journey to d- figure out which of them is the best highway, highway robber. robber. <laughs> um, and so they're like at the end of this year we'll, we'll come back and we'll compare what we've accomplished. Wow. Um, and of course, what they will accomplish is falling madly in love with oh, one another. Of in arrogant outlaw. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, great. Definitely watching. I mm-hmm. hope it's a, a series. Um, so this this film <laughs> is just like New Capenna, essentially, but happening here on Innistrad. And it's the, the crimes of slime. So a bunch of slime beings are crime slimers, and they slime the crime. And uh, they have to find out who's going to be in charge of the slime crimes in Slogkirk, the overslime. <laughs> great. Great. I love it. Uh, Slogkirk. This is, looks great. Yeah. By the way, like what style is this? That's the um 
you know, there's like the equinox for things that are that transform. Yep. Or like, wait, yeah, that's the equinox is for werewolves and warlocks. Yep. And then everything else has like the classic black and white horror. Yeah, this is beautiful. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is the black it's and white really horror theme. Cool. With but the border is also Slogurk is just my favorite name. Just of a great name of, of a card because it's Simic. The border is both green and blue around yeah. this black and white art. Are you kidding it's me? So good. It's very very good. Wow. Excellent. Um, okay. So we see this is like one of those kind of like like creepy-ish mm. animations that's like it's like kind of a kid's movie, but you're like, this is spooky. And as a kid, it creeped you. Um, and we see like the the life of like a little snake on the forest floor. Aww. Right. And it's just going about its life. Except then one day the little snake dies. Um, and it's as it's like spirit rises, it discovers that like in the entire time its spirit was that of like a, a person. Oh. And so then you get to see like this you know, the spirit that was once a snake realized that it was a person and then like interact with the world as a spirit. Wow. Um, who's human in Sarah, the Viper's Fang. Wow. Which in cool. my mind, like the Viper's Fang is just like, it's like the spirit that was inside of it. the whole Yeah. Time. Realizing you were a human. Seriously. Um, the last one I'm going to do is um, another rare. Um, this yeah. this film is where a person really wants to be a great leader, uh, but they just suck at everything, right? This is a Captain America situation, the first movie. Um, they just can't get it together. They're bad at everything until a witch gives them a special talisman, which um, is a mirror that it, once they look into it, whatever they most desire, they can see coming to fruition. And if Ooh. they step through that mirror, they <gasps> achieve it. However, when they step through the mirror, they've achieved it. Um, everything's great. One little thing is like bad. Just like one, one little thing. One little thing is always oh, no, off or it's bad. One little thing. And it's also not real. Like they can step back through the other side of the mirror and oh, then they just no. suck at everything again. But like there it is on the other side. Um, they can live the life of their dreams where, where one little thing is bad, but it's all fake. Or they can live the real world. Which would you choose in Visions of Glory? Wow. Extended art. Spooky. So oh, what do we oh, leave? So, we have so many cool things, right? I'm yeah. just like looking through them. We've got three rares here. Um, these are, I'm just dividing them by what their treatment is. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Um, so we have like all these foils, which are just, you know, a bunch of like a mix of like uncommons, like Sunset Revelry. We have the rare and Falconrath Pit Fighter. Yep. And then we have three of the Transform Equinox frames. Yeah, and they're, the art yeah. style on them is so cool. It's like One kind of, of which is two of which are foil. No, we have five of them because I forgot about Sarah. Yeah. So we have like yeah four of these beautiful Equinox frames. I'm just waiting on Arena to find out what I want to play in standard so that I yeah. know which of these bundles to buy because they're so cool. Yes. <laughs> And then two rares that are like the borderless rares. Yeah. And then one Slogurk. Slogurk. Slogurk in the black and white horror style, which is just this amazing. island again. So this yeah. is the, the black and white island in I foil. think this is my favorite. Like, oh, it's so hard. The Equinox is also amazing, but the black and white horror is just like Yeah, I agree. So cool. That's my personal favorite. It's really amazing. How Megan, are these gonna be are these gonna be your new your new draft? Ooh. Lance? Like look at that. Yeah, probably. Look at that. probably. Anyway. <laughs> friends it's time to thank ultra pro for being one of our incredible sponsors that's right and we maria is telling me that we are the very first people <gasps> to show off the new eclipse dice sets 
the very first check them oh. out this is an 11 dice set here yep. so these are all the dice you would need if you're playing D&D or you can use them for magic obviously yep and they come in this great plastic case yep they have like a great case they're so pretty they're gorgeous they're shiny they're kind of how would you even describe them they're kind of semi like glittery glittery semi opaque yeah if you put them under the light you can see them kind of change colors a little mm-hmm. bit if you're looking for a really cool dice gift set these eclipse yeah. dice is what i would recommend oh there's okay there's so there's four d6s yep classic um d4 yep then a d8 uh a d10 a d12 right? and two d20s yeah a d12 and two d20s and they've got and them in a bunch one, of colors wait, one, two, uh, two d10s yeah, two d tens. Wow, which is most more than you'll get in a normal like D and D dice oh, set. Oh, look, it by says the way. on the back. I could have just yeah. read that. So like you're getting all of these dice, and you get you get four d sixes, which yes. you normally wouldn't get, which is Ugh. better for magic players. Um, and they're just so pretty, and they're gorgeous. This nice. has some heft to it, seriously. And nice. I just wanted to show off this pumpkin play mat too. Because <gasps> look at the pumpkin! Look at it! It's spooky. I was like, can you please send us a pumpkin play Here mat? The and they were like, we already did. Here the holidays, the spooky holidays. The spooky holidays are, bo- are upon us. Oh. I love it because this is like bonus art, right? right? Like this is not in the set, but this yeah. is bonus awesome pumpkin art Ultra that you can pro. have a play mat. Ultra just cool. sick. <laughs> Well, everybody, you got more bang for your buck than usual here in this episode of Good Luck High Five. We did a lot. It's a long show. So thank you for listening and hanging out with us the whole time. What a good time. Thank you to Card Kingdom and Ultra Pro for being our awesome sponsors. Thank you to our amazing patrons for being, you know, here for us um, as we are hopefully here for you. Having a great time in our patron-only tournaments. Consider becoming one. Yeah, patreon.com slash GLHF magic takes like 30 seconds. Or else Maria will have to make a sad trombone noise That's right. again. You don't want to hear that. You it really don't. Summons demons. Um not gonna say which ones, but it does. But they bad. They're bad. Um thank you so much everybody for hanging out. We're gonna talk more draft next week. Maybe dip our toe into standard. We'll see yeah. what happens. Um I'm just so excited that rotation has happened and we have this new fun set to play. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. And I feel like Crimson Vow previews are gonna start tomorrow, question mark. Yeah, like any day now. <laughs> any stinking day.